The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. So, so excited for you to hear about a great organization doing something tremendous in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's Volunteer Assisted Transportation as they provide transportation to local seniors and people with disabilities to and from errands they need to run, like doctor's visits, grocery stores, things like that. It's a great resource there in Knoxville, Tennessee, and today their program manager, Nancy Welch, joins us. Hey, Nancy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Glad that you're here. So what kind of a need is there in the Knoxville area for the service that you guys provide? Um, There's a great need. Uh, If you think about folks that are aging in place and staying in their home, or maybe they've moved out of the home, but they still want to keep their independence, they still need to get around and get to those much needed doctor's appointments, get to the grocery store and make their choices or the pharmacy or wherever they might want to go. They, there is still a great need here um, that they need transportation and they need that one-on-one transportation because that's what we do. We stay with them. We make sure they get there. We stay with them, help them at the destination and then make sure they get safely back home as well. Have you seen the need grow recently? Um. It's kind of steady, but I mean, it's always growing. Um, But with COVID, it kind of dropped off a little bit because, of course, everybody was staying home and sheltering in place and, you know, don't go anywhere and not going to doctor's appointments. But it has it has had an uptick because folks are getting out. Uh, They're tired of being at home um, and they're being more you know, social, getting out to do those social activities. And they're starting to get out and see the doctor more as well, because instead of making those phone calls to the doctor, they really want to go. That doctor needs to see them in person. Yes. Yes. And, you know, this is a need that a lot of folks just don't think about until it's there, you know, getting to and from whatever the destination is. You just don't think about, oh, I can't drive myself anymore or my doctor's telling me I shouldn't drive for a time. And then you're like, well, (laughs) Uh, how am I going to get there? And if you don't have family or friends to do that, and sometimes that's even a burden on family and friends, it can be a big challenge. So how does it work? Tell me a little bit of, of how folks get in contact with you, and then how does that pickup drop-off process work? Yes, how it works, um, a lot of times we get referrals from physicians or um, social workers or case managers or they may even see our car or see an advertisement so they call and get information so first of all they have to apply for the service we do not um, determine on age or income it's based on does the person need assistance to travel safely Um, and that would be us because we're going to stay with them and help them so we would not be a replacement to a taxi cab or other forms of transportation <clears throat> because this is for someone that needs that little more one-on-one support when they go somewhere. So once they apply for services and they we receive their application, we review that. And if they're found eligible to use it, um, then we enroll them. Then they can call us in advance to place a ride request. And our advance notice would be about a week to two weeks, uh, depending on how busy we are. Um, We have to get that uh, reservation on our calendar, and then we coordinate with our volunteer drivers who um, will pick and choose who they want to transport. 
Okay. And so there, this is no cost to that individual, correct? Well, actually, there is a very small cost, but it's not what you would think if you were having to pay for an Uber or a taxi. And then we also screen our drivers. So you know that you can trust this driver we're sending to your home as well. Yeah. Um, there is a very small cost. Um, we can also do um, additional trips, say, to the doctor's appointment and to the pharmacy Um you know, to pick up that prescription or pick up maybe something through the drive-thru and we do not charge for extra stops. So the, the small cost is $6 round trip. So it's $3 each way. Um, so it's not, it's not a really, it's very reasonable cost, um, to use our service. And so how often does, uh, do you have frequent, um, folks that you go pick up or is this more one time or how often do you get to see some of the folks that you pick up? We have some regulars. Um, we do trips. Um, they can trips can possibly be done seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. If we had volunteers that were available all those days and all those hours, but typically we we're providing rides right now um, six to seven days a week, um, depending on you know what the what the need is. But Monday through Friday, especially, we're really busy uh, taking folks to where they need to go. We do have regulars that. Um, at the first of the month, when they get paid, they need to go to the bank and they need to go to the grocery store and they do their monthly shopping. Um, but we also have other regulars that we take to regular doctor's appointments that they, you know, we get to know their name, we get to know them. Um, so um, there's not a limit on how many trips they can take a week or a month or anything like that. It's based once they get enrolled and they place a ride with us. It's based on whether we have a volunteer available on the day they request. Right. Right. And so this is a, you know, you talked about it. This is a big to do. This is, you know, it is word, a big to do. word spreads fast with stuff like this. Word does spread fast. Um, and as you just said, um, a lot of it is word of mouth. You know, friends tell each other, neighbors tell each other. Um, and then the volunteers tell their friends. Um, and then a lot of our physicians and people um, that are in professionals, they know about us, too. So we We've tried to get out there and network. Uh, we've got PSAs out there. We've got other advertisements out there. So we try to get the, the word out there because even though we're fixing to celebrate 14 years of service, I really hear, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of you. Um, so there's always somebody in the crowd that's never heard of us. Right. What does it take to keep it going? What does it take to keep it going? Good volunteers. Um, <clears throat> loyal, dedicated, committed volunteers. Uh, we do have a few staff here um, that are on staff that's been with us for a while, but I was looking through some of my records the other day, and some of my volunteers have been with us 13 years, um, 10, 12 years, even five or six years. So that's a loyal, committed volunteer that has dedicated you know, a portion of their time and their life to a volunteer service. And so what kind of commitment does it take for a volunteer? Um, you know, do they give it, is this just based on their availability? And to explain what that's like for uh, someone who might be interested in, in uh, helping out. It is based on their availability. We, we don't really make them sign a three-month, six-month commitment or anything like that. But if they can at least give us two half months, two half days a month, um, and then 
you know, we understand life happens. Some of these folks are professionals. They work jobs um, Monday through Friday, and then maybe they'll help in the evening um, or a weekend, um, or maybe on their day off, they'll help. Um, so we don't really make them sign a commitment. Hey, I'm, I'm done at three months and we'll see, or I'm done at six months. Cause a lot of opportunities out there do have a contract, so to speak like that. Um, but we find out that most of the time, once someone starts volunteering, if this is not something that they enjoy, we can always um, get them connected with something that maybe is um, meets their interest. Um, but most of the time after they've been volunteering, um, they just enjoy it. I've hired a part-time driver just recently and he said, I love what I'm doing. So that's what we want to hear. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, what about transportation for the volunteers? Do, what's that like? Do they bring their own vehicle, provide their own gas or, or how does that work? I'm glad you asked because we are a little different and unique from some of the other programs you'll see across the state or even across the nation. Um, we have a fleet of vehicles, um, 21 vehicles. So our volunteers can volunteer. When they volunteer, they drive our vehicles. So they don't have to worry about maintenance. They don't have to worry about gas, especially with gas costs these days. Um, we make sure the maintenance is done, which I mean, windshield wipers, tires, you know, if there's something mechanically wrong or if there's a recall, we make sure we take the vehicle off the street. So um, these are mechanically, you know, up to par. Um, they are serviced every month. Uh, so um, they get to drive a really, you know, new to them car because uh, we have the, the hybrids. Um, they're not electric, but um, we do have the wheelchair accessible minivan. We have um, the fleet varies from different vehicles. So we have Toyota Priuses, we have Ford Fusions, um, wheel wheelchair accessible minivans that even somebody that is not in a wheelchair can use those as well. And then we also have a Ford Transit, which is a rear entry vehicle that a wheelchair can also be transported in. Yeah. So uh, in someone for in the Knoxville area, what, what do they do? Uh, how do they they get in contact? How do they sign up to to volunteer? To volunteer, they can call us at our office, which is 865-673-5001, or they can even email us. Um, we have a Facebook page, website. But once they call us, we'll um, send them some information, or they could even come by and sit down and talk to us and fill out an application. Uh, all of our volunteers are vetted in the sense that we do background checks, that include fingerprinting. Um, they have to pass a physical and drug screen and they're subject to random drug screens and um, have to have a good driving record and have to have some experience of driving. Uh, and uh, the website there is knoxseniors.org slash VAT. Knoxseniors.org slash VAT. You can find them on Facebook too. Just search for volunteer assisted transportation. Wow, great stuff in the Knoxville, Tennessee area. A huge need and a, a great service that Nancy and her team are providing. So glad to highlight a little bit what you're doing, Nancy. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me and just look us up. Hey, don't forget you can check out uh, previous episodes of Community Spotlights at thelightfm.org, the Light FM app. And also a big shout out to Turner Business Appraisers as they sponsor this episode of Community Spotlight. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. 
If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.